welcome to Um That Just Happened, pre-recorded and edited from the FTC. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And I'm Omar Ortiz. Omar Ortiz. <laughs> welcome back to the show. Repeat guest from last week. Thanks for having me back. Welcome, welcome. What up? Podcast news, let's get after it. I got my podcast. I got my podcast on. All right, big big news. We're broadening our international audience. We now have a listener across the pond, if you will. In London, England, who's probably my friend Natalia and her husband Jonathan, listening out of London, UK, I think. Unless you aren't, hit us up, hashtag UTJH. Leave us some comments on iTunes or Podomatic.com. Last episode also available on SoundCloud, although I won't be checking the comments for SoundCloud. You can only post one episode at a time. Locally, Wichita, Kansas, back with a vengeance. Oh, wow. <laughs> I met a chick from Detroit yesterday, and I was just like, what if she's one of the ones? But what then, if she knows? But then she's here, so then I was like, fuck it, never mind. Back with a vengeance, Wichita, Kansas, now beating out Detroit, Michigan in the month of July. Chicago, third place in terms of cities listening to Um That Just Happened. Now we also picked up Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Beantown. Have it, Baz. <laughs> what's gonna buy? Yeah, what's up? It's awesome. Now finally, we've picked up a listener. Well, actually, we picked up a few listeners in Mexico. Finally. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Probably from our in-laws. Still no listeners in the Philippines. Still no listeners in Puerto Rico. I don't know what it is about Islanders, <laughs> except for people in the Dominican Republic. Also, back with a vengeance. But still, number one podcast in Ghana. We still got to throw in a few more web bots just to get some Puerto Rican listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got African listeners, no Puerto Rican listeners. Yeah, people in Africa. Yeah, Ghana. Ghana's in Africa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we need like a fucking map here or a globe. When was the last time anybody ever used a globe anyway? Yeah, but shout outs to all the cities. Thank you, Wichita. Thank you, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, Aurora, Kansas City, San Jose, Boston. Boston, welcome to the show. And of course, our international listeners in England, across the pond, Ghana, Dominican Republic. Ghana still number one in their international listing list. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate the support. Spread the word around. Tell your kids. Tell your wives. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, children. You said Wichita is still number one. What's Wichita number one at 132 downloads, 58 plays for the past two weeks. Damn. Crazy. Thirsty for some easy humor. <laughs> <laughs> we got you guys. No worries. Also, for podcast news, what we're going to do, we're now on episode 11 that we're recording right now. It's going to be edited from the FTC, Florida Theater Comiskey. Episode 13, be on the lookout for it. Adam's going to make some special booking for that episode, but we're also going to do the raw versus edited podcast. Oh, shit. So that's going to be our raw versus edited. You decide with your listening, download more or play more of what you like more. More. Say more. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but that'll determine whether or not this editing's been worth it or we should podcast all raw because the ladies like it raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, cue the goat. <laughs> Let's do some shout outs. I'll, uh, I'm going to shout out to my brother-in-law. He just turned 21, Jay Gonzalez. He just turned 21, so uh, I want to give a shout out to him. I still owe him a night out. Adam, do you remember when you turned 21 and brother and I took you out for a wild night of These fucking night guys, so, alright, we're having regular beers and shots, a couple shots, nothing too crazy, and I'm already starting to get tipsy, and Omar and my brother Nelson say, you know, we'll hit up this one place, we'll have one drink, and then we'll go. So I was like, alright, you guys recommend something, because I literally maybe had two beers before I turned 21. That was it. So turning 21 was really my first time drinking. 
So Omar's like, you know what? We'll take it easy. Just have a Long Island iced tea. And I'm like, what's in it? They're like, and Omar being the dick that he is, he's like, iced tea. What else? Yeah, iced tea. So of course I down it. I'm like, man, this tastes really good. And I drink the whole thing. And the two of them are looking at each other like, uh-oh. He did that a little faster than we thought he would. And of course I got fucking horribly drunk. I remember when you dropped me off and you were in the backseat. I was in the passenger seat. I was getting out the car. And you had to go to the passenger seat. You could barely, you were stumbling to the passenger seat. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do that. We should do like top bars in Chicago to take somebody out to when they turn 21. Oh, there you go. I wouldn't even know anymore. I rarely go. I went out last night for the first time in fucking forever. Went to a really nice bar. Shout out to whatever the fuck bar that was. I can't even fucking remember. Oh, that's, that's great. That's a great shout out right there. Shout out to Brandon. Brandon Kelly on the podcast. Previously. Really fun guy to hang out with. Had a few beers. Just bullshitting for a little while. Episode 7, episode 9. Yeah, great guy to talk to. You ever meet Brandon? Good guy to know. I think that's it for me. That's my own shout out. Brandon Kelly. Just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck gotta- you guys. He's a cool person. <laughs> He's a cool guy, that guy. He's a cool I, guy, I, that guy. I like him better than Caesar. Have you watched Top Gun yet? Caesar, but hold on. Caesar, don't freak the fuck out. I'm only kidding. Yeah, we gotta have Caesar back on the podcast. I think we're losing our female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen Top Gun. I still gotta check to see if it's on Netflix. By the way, it is, I think. Whose friend? I think it's David's friend who lives in New Zealand that posted she couldn't believe that something about we called out what was the first pissing on graves the guy from Super Mario Brothers no no she was just talking about how do we compare the new Fantastic Four reboot to it. I don't think it had anything to do with the show it had everything to do with the post ah damn it I thought we had a new listener in New Zealand <laughs> yeah by the way fuck you no actually I'll get to that later you gotta go in order I don't wanna bypass anything Rodney you got any shout outs yeah I got a shout out to all my Facebook friends who've been supportive in this tumultuous time with my whatever's going on with my house and my home I really appreciate all the little comments, all the likes, all the little pictures people posted. <laughs> I like Turtles video. I cannot look at that video without laughing. Shout out to Nelson for posting that 10 hours worth of I like Turtles, or I love Turtles. Really? Little, little zombie kid. Yeah, 10, hour, 10 hours? 10 hour loop. I like Turtles. <laughs> I didn't sit there and listen to it. I got the gist of it after the first five minutes. But I thought you were going to say the first five, five hours. hours yeah. First five hours. I couldn't sit through the last <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, shout out especially to uh, my friend Queen. Queasy, who had some advice in terms of the... Is he a rapper? Queasy? No. Is he, is he little? <laughs> is, he, is he sick? No. <laughs> no, and also, shout out to Chino. We should probably have Chino on the podcast. Oh, Chino. He'd be, be fun times. Yeah, he's so cute. Right, Omar yeah. would have to be back just for that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Chino for the advice on the foreclosure and the advice in these tough times. Appreciate all the support, all the love, all the comments. Can't thank you guys enough. Really means a lot. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you guys. That's it. That's what shout we got out. for shout outs. All right, moving on. Next, we have corrections. I got a couple. I fucked up a little bit last week. At one point, I was talking about how I used to go see some movies with my sister-in-laws. I said two, and then I called myself, and I was like, no, three, because of Liz. I completely forgot about Rodney's wife. (laughs) Nice. So, sorry, Sandra, but you were forgotten. (laughs) Who's the eldest sister of Maria? Yeah. His wife. Whatever. It's not like I'm gonna see her off enough and say what's up. (laughs) She'll be okay. Uh, Secondly, when I was talking about Squad Supreme, I fucked up in all my drunken stupor and said Princess Zatanna instead of Princess Zarda. It's actually Princess Zarda, not Zatanna. Zatanna's the magical bitch that says shit backwards and makes spells curve. Princess Zarda's fine-ass naked chick that's a Wonder Woman clone, so my apologies. Happens to me all the time. What? Confusing girl's name? (laughs) Zatanna? 
Zatara, Zatara, yeah. I mean, what are the odds? Tomato, Tamara. <laughs> Z names. What the hell? I was wondering what the DC character was doing in a Marvel comic book. It happens. For those of you who don't know, a shortened version of Comic Cliff Notes, Zatanna was one of Batman's love interests. Did she become a member of the Teen Titans? Not that she was a member of the Justice League. That's true. I don't know if she was ever part of the, the Titans. So. Uh, just, see, I confuse it because that new Justice League, New Justice, has like a lot of the Teen Titans in it. Yeah, it all gets intermingled. You got Teen Titans, then you got the whole the Outsiders crew that was Batman's little sidekick team, and you know JSA, JLA, JFK. That's that's why the Green Lantern Corps. What else do I have to say? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should probably should have had more beers one before we started. That, that one, we had a shot of uh, tequila before we started, so we're already... In honor of our new here. listeners from Mexico, there you go. bienvenidos a la podcast, <laughs> la programa, and automaticpunto.com. <laughs> we should have somebody just re-record the entire fucking podcast in Spanish. We should just do one episode all in Spanish. You know, we're going to start putting them in subtitles. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> we already have the sign language guy, though. <laughs> there you go. Um, that just happened, the only podcast available also in sign language. <laughs> SAP, we're available. <laughs> Alright, corrections from last week. Leslie Bibb, underrated hot chick from Iron Man 1 and Trick or Treat. Uh, Omar, did you see Trick or Treat? I didn't see it yet. Oh, you gotta see Trick or Treat. Scott did, Wolf. Hold on, did you see any of the movies that we gave you? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I let you borrow like three movies. You were borrow two. The Exorcist and the Slevin. Alright, Mr. Uh, I haven't seen Top Gun yet. It's been a month. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. And it's a classic from the fucking 80s. <laughs> my juice. I'm, I'm gonna throw air quotes up there real fast <laughs> yeah. for around a classic. Alright, proceed. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Bibb, underrated hot chick, ended up YouTube. YouTubing, love the uh, interviews on Craig Ferguson, and then I got into this vicious cycle of Craig Ferguson interviews, hot chicks, like, uh, Sarah, was Sarah Marshall? Oh, uh, I'm thinking Veronica Mars, but she has an actual name, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. She was on that show like 25 times, along with Maggie Anna, Grace. Anna Kendrick did a really good interview with him. Maggie Grace, very, very short skirt she wore on that interview. Maggie Grace has amazing fucking legs. Absolutely amazing fucking legs. No, I don't understand on Craig oh. first. Maggie Grace is uh, the girl from Taken. Oh. The girl that gets okay. Taken? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yes, it does. I know those legs. I know those legs. I know those legs. Taken. That was, a good, that was a good action movie. Is that a kid's reference? Yeah. Thank you. Kids. I have no legs. Yeah, who were a couple of other hot chicks? He had um, uh, Scarlett Johansson a couple times. Oh, lucky oh. Yeah. Long and short hair, long and short dress. Amazing. Leslie Bibb. Scott Wolf played opposite Jay Moore in that movie Go. Oh my God, you fucked up that entire cast. I, I fucked up that you know entire cast. You know what's funny? After I left here, the last podcast, uh-huh. I was actually on cable. Did you watch I, it? When I got home. Oh, I tell me you watch it. Well, I was kind of wasted when I left here. <laughs> I, I watched, I watched like, I watched like ten minutes of it. And I fell asleep on the couch I, for the whole night. I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, la- last week we were in rare form, <laughs> yeah. more so than any other week thus far. Yeah. So I saw ten minutes of it. It seemed pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, gold became went. Yeah. <laughs> or gone. <laughs> the gold became gone. Um, other characters in Go that I forgot about: Sarah Polly, blonde chick from Dawn of the Dead, main character. Go. I don't think she's been in anything else. Her name's Polly? Sarah Polly. Well, how do you spell her last name? P O L L E Y? Is it like almost like Polly Wanda Cracker? I guess so. She, she has like a real parrot looking face. That's what's weird about it. <laughs> Irony. Yeah. Of life. Timothy Oliphant. Ah, the bad guy from Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Also Hitman. Oh, yeah. He was a hero uh-huh. in Hitman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's Hitman. also in Gone in 60 Seconds. Who was he in He's a guy who was like, Are you sure you're okay? Because you just went through a wall. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think he's a pretty good underrated actor. Kind of. He's not bad. Yeah. He's also okay. in Girl Next Door. Oh yeah, pretty really great villain. Yeah, the porn star. <laughs> Who's the girl in Girl Next Door? Eliza. Eliza. Cuthbert. Eliza Cuthbert. The one who gets passed around the NHL like a hockey puck.
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the chick from uh, Old School. Oh, the one that she hooks up with. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The underage one. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice reference. You're um, good with that stuff, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you should see the games that we play when we're not here. With our clothes on. Ooh. I think that's all I have for corrections. All right, done with corrections from the corrections department. Let's move on to one of my favorite segments of this podcast. The fuck you. Oh, Tay Diggs. I can't believe I forgot Tay Diggs from Go. Uh, maybe you didn't see him. <laughs> Bogus. Yeah. He's, right. he's dark. He's dark for a black guy. Like, that, that motherfucker's dark, dark. Oh, he's blacker than that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Was so, it the, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice? It's the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, man. Yeah, yeah, you blacker the motherfucker, too. I'm going to have to edit that one in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. please do. <laughs> fuck you, department. All right, fuck yous for this week. I have a huge fuck you. Huge. My phone, I have a HCC one, which HCC, if you want to sponsor our podcast... Feel free. I'm just about to say fuck you to them, aren't you? No, no. On on my home screen, before you access anything, it's a bunch of news articles. And you can filter it, like, you know, if you just want entertainment news, you know, sports news, whatever. I pretty much have it wide open. And I'm just cycling through and I see Fantastic Four reboot. So I click on it so I can see the whole article. And it says, the makers of the new Fantastic Four movie, the reboot that's coming out with Michael B. Jordan playing the Human Torch for whatever fucking reason, and so on and so forth with the rest of the cast. They're saying that the people that made the movie are not going to use the comic book as they don't want to follow anything that happened. Do you make their own story? Yeah. yeah. Damn it, I, wow. I think you're going to steal my fuck you for this so, week. <laughs> so my fuck you goes out to Fox. Yep. Again, Fox. <laughs> you guys are just fucking up a franchise. Now, granted, I'm not a Fantastic Four fan. I don't really read the comic books because I just don't care for those characters very much. But how are you going to disregard something that's been around since 1960s? That's wow. It's, that's the first actual Marvel comic book was the Fantastic Four. And you guys are going to disregard something as classic as that just by saying... Uh, Uh, We're gonna do our own thing thing. Yeah Go fuck yourself Fox Your news Broadcasting And now Your fucking Superhero movies Can eat a donkey dick Were they the same ones That made Wanted Did they make the movie Wanted Fox made Wanted We're holding them responsible For Wanted Cause if Fox made Wanted too Then they can just eat An entire bag of dicks At that point (laughs) Fuck you guys And follow the source material Follow the source material. And I'm actually took that was going to be my fuck you for this week. Fuck you, Fox. And you know what? I'm starting a movement. Do not go watch this movie. I'm drawing the line here. If you're not, you're going to fuck up the source material. We're going to vote with our dollars. Yeah, the line, it is drawn. Nice. Nice. Please, let's start a movement. Everybody listening, do not watch the new Fantastic Four remake. We're boycotting it. Let's yeah, start a movement if, on Twitter. If it gets hashtag, Sagano, hashtag FFF. Fuck Fantastic Four. <laughs> well, not fuck Fantastic Four. Maybe fuck Fox. Oh, yeah. Well, not Fox. Fuck, fuck Fox. Fuck whatever division. Four. Fuck four Fox's <laughs> Fantastic Four. Hashtag FFFF. Yeah. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Fox, Four. It's there you F4. go. It goes, it goes all the way back to F4. Ah, uh, F- hashtag F4. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you guys had like six of those on the last podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at this point, for you to be able to publish the movie, or what do you say, release the movie, and for me to go to see produce, it, actually, produce. for you to produce the movie, and for me to actually go pay money to see it, you're going to have to get Kate Mara to get naked or something because yeah I forget she, so she's in the movie she's uh Sue Storm yeah oh, and, her, and her brother in the movie is a black guy which yeah. I can almost work around it if you... I thought you were going to say you couldn't see that <laughs> I could almost work around it don't get me wrong but it's just like come on man like you guys are just fucking up everything she was in House of Cards too. she's also in Iron Man 3 Iron Man 2 really oh that's right oh. that's right yeah. oh yeah she's the one who's the penis in the court and American Horror Story yes season like, one season, season one. one yeah right right she's the adulteress 
Rooney Mara's sister, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was also in the side effects. Oh, I didn't. I saw it cut the ending that wife was watching. Yeah, yeah my wife watched it. After it was all done, I'm like, saw so the movie. She's like, me. So I was like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, but uh, by the way, fuck you to Sony too for not giving Spider-Man back to Marvel. Just give it back to Marvel. Give them all back to Marvel. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, it, oh, uh, going back real fast. Shout out to the Universal Studios because they want to make a Universal universe like how Marvel has the Marvel verse. They want to do that with their monster movies now. Nice. So they're gonna redo Dracula, uh, uh, Frankenstein, no, the old school Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi movies. They're gonna redo those and have them kind of intertwined. Mm, so sounds cool. going back, shout out to Universal for that idea. That's the way to go. I mean, they did it back in the day with uh, Abbott and Costello a lot when you know Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. You had the actual cast there and stuff. Like pretty smart. So I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. My fuck you goes to Carlos Boozer because if you haven't heard the news, the Bulls finally waived him and he's in amnesty, which basically means that he's not on the team anymore. They still have to pay him his money, but at least the Bulls clear up that salary cap space so they could sign somebody else or pay somebody else some more money. So a big fuck you to Carlos Boozer because he definitely wasn't what we expected out of the player. He didn't play any defense. So oh, fuck that guy. I'm he never s- played any defense. Uh, I always hated Carlos Boozer. Just let everybody blow by you. You just want to score baskets. You're not even really great at that. How tall is he? He's got to be about like 6'7". Uh, I think he's like 6'9". Six, six, he ten. doesn't even dunk. He's right underneath the rim yeah. and he'll do a lame-ass layup that won't go in. And he's the most vocal of the Bulls even when the play has nothing to do with him. Yeah. He's always like, ah! He's like, you were like five feet away, dude. Like, Yeah, or, or if he like, goes by himself getting a rebound, he like shout, oh, give me that. Like, come on, dude, you're by yourself. That's not a man rebound. Like, yeah. Relax. <laughs> Shout out to Nelson for pointing this out because this really bugs me every time I watch Carlos Boozer. Why the fuck do you have to touch the basketball every time there's a free throw, free throw even if yeah. you're not the one making the free throw? Yeah, he does that every time. I noticed that too. I think he does some like voodoo shit. Yummy, like, yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> so I know he's, I'm glad he's left. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Carlos Boozer. Go Bulls. And fuck LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Just fuck LeBron James oh, in general. Yeah. You know, you never should have left Cleveland, dude. It was your hometown. And now you come crying back to Cleveland. You know, I, I hope people burn your jersey still. And you better <laughs> not come back more than 23, dude, because you do not deserve that number. Yeah. And shout out to Dirk Nowitzki and also Carmelo Anthony. Now, I personally wanted Carmelo Anthony to come to the Bulls. You know, Derek Rose obviously thinks Kevin Love's a better fit. I don't think that's going to happen either. But shout out to Carmelo Anthony for being a New Yorker and staying in New Yorker because that's where his hometown was and that's where he's going to stay. Also, Dirk Nowitzki, shout out to all NBA players in general who stay with the one team and show loyalty to the fans and the sport that got them where they are. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, yeah. a, that's a dead philosophy these days. That's what I liked about Jim Tomey. He, was, he played for Cleveland for so long. Then he came to Chicago and he played here and he did amazingly well here. Loved the city, loved the, loved the fans, but he ended up going back to Cleveland right before he was done because he's just like, you know, that's where my heart is still. And you know, you, you couldn't even be mad at him. Like, he played his ass off here, did well for the team, but, you know... I think what LeBron will piss a lot of people off, including me, was how he handled leaving Cleveland. Like, he made a big spectacle about it, and then everybody expected him to either stay there or something else instead of... Or win championships. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was just the way he went about it, and now he basically left her to try to win championships in in Miami, and he needed the help of two other players, two other all-stars, to try to do it, and now, in my opinion, I think he still thinks that he's still going to win more championships with Cleveland. They have a lot of young talent that's, in a couple years, is going to be really good. So, he's not necessarily leaving the championship spectacle. I think he just saw the future and saw that Dwayne Wade was getting old. Chris Bosh might leave soon, so I think Holes ain't loyal, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And you know what? I actually I liked him on Cleveland when I started hating LeBron James when he fucking turned into Paul Pierce. He's like another Paul Pierce who cries when, you know, you had the potential. You know, you wanted to be the greatest of all time. You're never going to be able to touch Jordan, but you had a lot of talent. You wasted it crying about fucking free throws that you should have gotten, fouls, you know, flopping. Dude, I can't stand. Dude, you're so much better. You're so much stronger. You should never worry about not getting the foul. 
while. Just make the fucking yeah. shot. Yeah, and I think that's that's where I started. I, I didn't mind him in Cleveland. I mean, it was kind of just like, oh, he's just a good player on our other team. But then when he went to Miami, that's when uh, Dwayne Wade put his influence on him. And yeah, like, Dwayne Wade is fucking free throw whore. Well, that's, that's the thing. He constantly gets compared to to Jordan because of his ability. But I mean, the best player in the game shouldn't have to flop like you're saying. Shouldn't have to complain every time he doesn't get a foul call. Doesn't have to get all stars to win championships. Like Jordan never had to do that. So I mean, granted, Pippen was an all star, but it kind of fell in into that way because he made everybody better that way. Well, I think Pippen would have been Pippen if it weren't for Jordan. But the thing about Jordan is that nobody really gives him credit for is he improved the players around him. Right. Now, it wasn't just his being, being, being talented. It wasn't just him with, you know, Steve Kerr joining the team from the Cavaliers and, you know, Tony Kukoc from Croatia and fucking acquiring Luke Longley and I just hate Dennis Rodman. It. I was playing NBA Jam Tournament Edition, the old one, the Sega Genesis one the other day, and I was playing Tony Kukoc just got a pivot because Jordan wasn't in the game. Yeah. I think yeah. he was an unlockable character, but they never said who he was. Then, yeah. Then NBA Dwight, he's never been in uh, any video game until this recent NBA 2K. He was in NBA Live like 1995. Yeah, he was in like. Well, yeah, not in the last cycle. And he was in like Lakers. After Lakers versus Celtics, there was Bulls versus Celtics, and he was in that game. But uh, he had had exclusive rights to his name. Hold on. Speaking of Jordan, did you guys see the All Star game yesterday? No. Towards the end, they had like, you know. There was an All Star game yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, That's how much I don't watch baseball anymore. I I can't get into it. Oh, you're talking about. Okay, yeah. It was Derek Jeter's last All Star game, which I hate the Yankees for the same reason that a lot of people hate Miami. It's like they bought the team that they wanted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can you really give him respect? But Derek Jeter hung in there for who knows how many fucking years. Yeah. Great fucking player. Can't really be too mad against him. But Nike had an amazing, I saw the commercial. amazing commercial. Yeah. Where they I saw the commercial. Yeah. Hat. yeah. yeah but they they debuted it yesterday at the All-Star game. And uh, with Michael Jordan even at the end tipping his hat, that was a really, really cool commercial. Shout out to Derek Jeter. Thanks for at least being one more guy that I love to hate <laughs> in sports. Damn it, you just stole my eye. I just saw that. Oh. <laughs> Alright, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. One last fuck you. Fuck you to the Chicago motorists that try to turn left when the light turns green and you don't have a green fucking air. Uh, that shit gets on my fucking nerves. they just jump in before yeah. They just jump in. Just like, it's kind of like the people who jump in from the right lane. You know, they make the right lane or the far parking lane a third lane so they can speed up everybody when their light turns green. Or, you know, when you're the last person in the pack of cars that are crossing the intersection and, you know, you're the only car there, but they have to left turn in front of you because, you know, they can't wait for you to pass by. God forbid. (laughs) You know, I used to take offense when people would say Illinois drivers are the worst drivers in the world. But you know what? It's actually fucking true. For those of you listening in Wichita, those of you listening in Ghana, (laughs) Illinois drivers are just... And not so much, I don't want to say fuck you to Chicago or Illinois drivers in general. More so, fuck you to the Chicago public school systems that put these drivers on the road. And also the <laughs> Department of Motor Vehicles that made the test so damn easy to take that just anybody can get their license. Oh yeah, I've gotten 100% on every time I've taken that fucking test. DMV, bullshit organization, you can't stand going to the DMV, renewing your license and waiting. They don't even bother, you know, testing you anymore. Just show up and renew your license and pay your $25. Not even caring about the safety of the Illinois motorists or nothing. So yeah, fuck you DMV in Illinois. <laughs> And those impatient drivers because where are you going that you're in that much of a hurry so fuck you and what pisses me more off about that is that here we are complaining about all these traffic tickets these bullshit camera red light tickets that we get the parking tickets that we fucking get and there's all these fucking motorists breaking how many kinds of traffic laws not getting tickets not getting pulled over yeah where are the fucking traffic police if I was an undercover cop I'd be pulling people over fucking left that's why you can't give me a badge I'd be abusing the hell out of that shit <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble but I had a friend of mine whose name starts with a and ends in ETH <laughs> <laughs> he had a Chevy Caprice with one headlight that didn't work, and he would turn his blinkers on, or not his blinkers on, but his, Brights. uh, his brights, brights on, every once in a while. <laughs> and he would drive up behind people, and they would end up pulling over just because they thought they were being stopped <laughs> by the cops. <laughs> you nice. And he would just drive away. Um, oh, good times. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> 
So for Ghana and Wichita, Kansas, this is how bad driving is in Chicago. You have an Asian man complaining about... Driving, driving. <laughs> other people driving in Chicago. And by the way, I'm Asian. I try to rise above my stereotypes. I'm a great driver. I happen to tip more, way more than I should be because I worked in the restaurant industry. I pretend that I'm bad at math when it comes to pay the checks so I don't make people feel <laughs> underwhelmed. And also, I don't do nails, even though I'm probably amazing at doing that. <laughs> naturally. All right, next segment. All right, next up we have Pissing on Graves. Piss. All right, fresh grave to piss on this week. Today. I just hold on. I just like doing the whole pissing sound just because it's so fucking like horrible production value on that shit. Like, cause we, yeah, we need a song. So this no, is no, no, no. You got to get the the first clip of uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic Gin and Juice. There's a clip that he, it's a guy pissing for like ten seconds. You can use that. Or you could do the whole Austin Powers, the whole uh, evacuation come, evacuation come, when he just keeps pissing over and over again, uh-huh. and they're waiting for him to finish it so they can say oh, evacuation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Yeah, Keep probably... up, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I kind of want like a song like a I wish could somebody write a song for pissing on graves works for Hollywood Babylon all the time Hollywood Babylon is completely produced by the audience so Ghana you guys got any songs about pissing or Wichita Kansas pretend it's the wicked witch <laughs> alright today's pissing on graves fresh grave to piss on the name is Erdi Erdelyi 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 Tomas born in Hungary January 29th 1949 died July 11th 2014 he was Jewish born in Budapest Hungary in 1949 to parents who had survived Survived the Holocaust. He was hidden by neighbors and through many of his relatives who were also victims of the Nazis and then his family immigrated to the United States at the age of four and he grew up in Forest Hills, New York. Now, Erdelyi, which is a name that I probably never will be able to pronounce, is better known as Thomas Erdelyi or better known by his stage name, Tommy Ramone, one of the great drummers of the punk rock band Time, the Ramones, known for their songs such as uh, Blitzkrieg Pop, I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. Blitzkrieg Pop was in, uh, accepted just a long time. Like yeah. Basically, the Ramones, really great punk band. Tommy Ramone recently passed, actually known as Erdolie Tomas. And apparently here, there is a funeral service being hosted in Queens, New York. Hey! Oh, let's, let's go! go. <laughs> this has been Pissing on Graves, the Tommy Ramone edition. The Jose Cuervo. Tony Ramone. <laughs> the Tommy Cuervo Ramone edition. The The Tommy Ramone edition. Yeah. Uh, your parents survived the Holocaust and you made the Ramones. Even Steven. Tomas. Are you showing me a picture of the rock? No, it was just funny. <laughs> That's not Tommy Ramone. That's what I thought. Is it the rock with a fanny pack? It was just something more interesting than like, Tommy Ramone as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I'm not to say the Ramones didn't make a big impact in music, but it's just nothing personally that I give a fuck about. So. He gone. Moving on to Um, I Just Saw. So all week, well, usually all week I try to think about what I'm going to say next for the podcast. Sometimes I actually even try to prepare what I'm going to see just so I have something interesting to say. Sometimes I just fall ass backwards into it. So I didn't have anything until this morning when I fell ass backwards into what I just saw. I was just sitting on the sofa and boom, The Village came out. It was just 15 minutes in. I was like, great. Now I have an hour and a half of something to do. But you know that when a movie's on you. Oh, like, yeah. So perfect time. Yeah, put the hand in the pocket in the pocket in the front of your pants yeah, yeah by, by the way Selena was on the other day oh, I'm glad I didn't end up on because that would be even if I had something to do they'd be like well we're gonna have to move that to the side <laughs> and I actually never saw I think the last time or when Selena was on the other day I was waiting on posting the podcast and I was like no I'm not gonna post it because I'm probably watching Selena I'll wait till the movie's over I don't think I've ever saw the ending to that movie I mean I know what happens at the ending <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> 
But I, I don't think I ever sat through the ending. I think I usually give up at the part where she gets the Grammy because it's just like, oh, this is fucking boring. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. I don't want to see Jennifer Lopez die. <laughs> anyway, The Village. I'm going to go on record and say, even though a lot of people dislike that movie, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I think the acting in that is amazing. William Hurt does a phenomenal job. Sigourney Weaver does a phenomenal job. Bryce Dallas Howard does a phenomenal job. Joaquin Phoenix, amazing. What's his name from Predator? Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Give almost, that penis a sandwich. Almost goes full retard in the movie. So, he, I just barely shy of full retard. You never go full retard. And you never go full retard. <laughs> I was just thinking that line. Yeah. Never go full retard. So, I'm sure you guys have all seen the movie. There's a town. It's almost back in the... I, I mean, what year would that be? Like the 1800s? You know, sometimes I think about my kids in the shitty world that they're going to have like to grow up in. it's almost not a bad idea. Yeah. So, is this the one that uh, they end up... It was like a secluded... Hold on. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. It's like a secluded... It's village. in a forest preserve. Yeah. And then like... They fucking build a town. They, they fucking end up in, a, in the interstate or yeah. something when they run. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you pay attention to the story, because a lot of people are like, oh, what the fuck? So, it takes place nowadays, spoiler alert. It's not a period piece because Kira Knightley's not in it. Kira Knightley with her fine ass, too. Give her a sandwich, but yeah, she's she's good. Like, but if you, like, listen to the story and you put yourself in the shoes of, like, William Hurt and the elders of this village, his father was a billionaire and he was able to pull this kind of thing off. And it's just, it's a really well-made movie, especially considering M. Night Shyamalan made it. And to a lot of people, that was the beginning of the end for him because he did that. Then he did, yeah, I'm not sure if The Happening or Lady in the Water was directly after that. But, yeah, The Happening was a bust. Yeah, both of those movies were a bust. Then he had The Last Airbender, which was a bust. You're just yeah. like, come on, dude. You started off with so signs. With signs, you killed it. Yeah, signs, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable. You yeah, had, that's right, that's right. You had yeah. a good streak going, and you just squandered it. And I'm not going to put it all on him. He had a vision for some of those movies. Lady in the Water, I didn't even think was all that bad. It was like a modern fairy tale kind of thing. Shout out to Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter, who to me is an underrated hottie. I'm going to throw it out there. She's, Redhead? Yeah, she's very hot in 50-50. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. She was in 50-50? Yeah, it was just Gordon Levitt's girlfriend. So when they get some the, the Greyhound dog. I couldn't get past Anna Kendrick. Yeah, the two of them. Hot. Oh, yeah. And then here's the funny thing. A lot of people confuse her with Jessica Chastain of Zero Dark Thirty. The motherfucker who found the house? Yeah. I don't know about that. Look at that picture. Look at those arms. Yeah, it's a little beefy in there. <laughs> They look so much like that. Even casting agents get confused. And today, The Village was on right after that, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, just, just like Amy Adams and the girl from Wedding Crashers? Oh, uh, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah, those two. Damn, I'm good. Damn, dude. I don't <laughs> remember that shit. <laughs> who was also on Craig Ferguson, Isla Fisher. Adorable, adorable redhead. Who's Isla Fisher? She was She's oh, the one who looks just like Amy Adams. The one Vince Vaughn. The crazy one. Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also in Definitely Maybe. If you guys haven't seen that movie, that's a really fucking good movie. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 go yeah, fuck right. yourself. For, for some reason, I really feel like every time I think of the village, I keep thinking of the town. Uh, oh, with, uh, that's an amazing movie. Yeah, amazing I like, movie. I like that one, yeah. Blake yeah. Lively's fine whole ass in that movie. Oh, crack whore, break crack, There's the Asian coming out. <laughs> crack whore, oh, break, break rivalry. Oh, fuck. You guys see anything? How do we start on this topic? <laughs> I just... Uh, so the segment is I just saw that. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. By the way, let me... For some reason, I don't know why I confuse the movie with... Well, I keep thinking of the town when, I, when we talk about the village. Which, by the way, the town, another underrated hot chick. She, I don't know the name of who that is. She was in Iron Man 3. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's not bad. She's Rebecca not, Hall. Rebecca Hall. She's... She's got a little bit of a an overbite, like in a weird, like she has like a weak chin. Oh, not as bad as Drew Barrymore, but it's there. She's she British too. She has a nice mouth. Yeah, she's British. Which Shout is out to weird. Like she's, uh, <laughs> she has an accent. Yeah, she has. She has I wonder a real if thick she's accent. our Actually, listener across the pond. Is she British or is she Irish? Rebecca Hall. I don't know. She's London. got a. She's got a she's British from London, England. Yeah, she's, she's got a thick accent when you hear her talk. She's five ten. She's my height. Wow. Worth right. the climb. <laughs> 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 Worth the climb. But I don't know. For some reason, when I think of the village, I think of Kevin Costner. For some reason, I feel like he was in that movie. No, nope. I don't know why. 
Dancing in the Wolves? <laughs> Feel That's the awesome. dreams? You want to talk about somebody that fell off the map for such a long time? Kevin Costner. He made Waterworld, and everyone's just like, all right, let's leave him alone for a little bit so he can think about what he just did. No, I think Robin Hood really screwed him over. <laughs> no, Robin Hood... Uh, I don't mind that one. I like, I like I mind of Thieves. Yeah, I don't mind it. And, I mean, it spawned Men in Tights. Yeah, but, I mean, he couldn't talk with an English accent. I think that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. But even then, it wasn't that bad of a That's thing. That's the point. I, Dude, think I don't know. I don't the know. Postman and Waterworld fucked him over. I, I don't know if it's the fact that, you know, I have a son now, or I'm a father now, but that part in Man of Steel, where he's like, you are my son, I get a little choked up. Oh, yeah. And he's like... <laughs> I, I get that choked up in the bodyguard when he takes your, when he takes your scarf and throws it in the air and it falls on the samurai sword. That hits me every time. <laughs> Fucking bodyguard. That shit is on right the now. bodyguard, wow. All right, what'd you just see, Omar? Mine is also a movie. Well, mine is a movie. It's uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I just saw it. Oh. Uh, oh. release date. And? And it's, and it, you know, like, sequels are never as good as the original, but this one was as good as the original. I really like that, wait, wait, that wait. much. Which one are you considering the original? The Rise of the Planet of the Apes? The most recent one? No, the most recent it? one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we're not going with the Mark Wahlberg or the, the 19-whatever remake no, with yeah. Charlton Heston, right? What? It's absolutely better than Mark no. Wahlberg and the, Char- the other ones that didn't really see, the ones from the 60s or 70s, whatever yeah. they're from. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely as good as the, uh, the one with James, Fran- uh, James Franco. James Franco wasn't in this new one? No, he wasn't. Frida it kind of takes place a few years after. Underrated hot chick Frida Pinto. Oh yeah, from uh, Slumdog oh. Millionaire. Oh yeah. And she was in the first part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> her, her, good to go. Her and Sarah Shahi could have a fucking fight. What's in who's Sarah Shahi? What's she in? She was in, she was in Old School for a brief second. She's on the TV show about being a lawyer. So I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. She's hot. Look her up. Sarah Shahi. Come on. So yeah, Donald Pan is definitely worth worth a watch if you haven't already seen it. How awesome is Caesar in that movie? Oh, dude, even better than the first part. Really? Because then he was now like... Well, he had one line. I mean, come on. <laughs> he was not... Yeah, that one line was like the most powerful line. Dude, when he said no... He's no Charlton Heston. <laughs> when he got all worked up and... Dude, I had goosebumps. And when Malfoy was all like, get your hands off me, you damn dirty He was like, no! Oh, I was dude. like, oh my God, what's happening downstairs? <laughs> yeah, dude, I had goosebumps. The fact that Andy Serkis doesn't win an Academy Award for these performances blows my fucking mind. Who's Andy Serkis? He's the guy that does the motion capturing for him. He does oh, the motion yeah? capturing for King Kong. Oh, the mocap? He's the guy... He was uh, Jennifer Garner's boss in 13 Going on 30. The guy that was dancing the thriller, the older guy. That wasn't a real older guy? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That was CGI? <laughs> but yeah, Caesar. now he has all his boys following him. Like, all the apes. <laughs> even these big-ass, like, silverbacks are, like, following him. And, you, I mean, I don't want to give anything away in the movie, but basically everybody's following him, and he's a badass. So you recommend it? Absolutely. How many stars out of five? Five. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's good. I love big it. Big things. <laughs> so, so is that the best movie this summer? Thus best far. movie of the summer, you think? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming up, so we gotta... Well, best movie of the summer, right, just thus far. So far for me, I was just telling Adam while we are off-air, <laughs> I fell asleep during Captain America, so I was kind of kind of buzzed when I watched it so <laughs> all our geek <laughs> listeners now are everywhere <laughs> yeah. David Caesar it's alright I watched it twice for him so yeah. we're good so I gotta watch it again before I, I say that but yeah so far for me it is big, big thing wait till you see Captain America oh, you're gonna shoot me that's what everybody tells me watch I feel it so sober bad. though yeah exactly <laughs> for once <laughs> I sound like a drunk huh? I really, I really just, I'm okay guys by the way <laughs> this happened to be coincidence how, how, how many shots and how many beers have we had so far tonight <laughs> that's beside the point <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
All right, my I just saw that was a Fight Club. Oh wow! And I also have a. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. I also have a. Um, I just heard that you know being a Chicagoan, being a proud Chicagoan, you know I grew up listening to B96, Eddie and Jobo. Being a proud Chicagoan despite the drivers. Proceed. Correct. Being a proud Chicagoan despite the drivers. Grew up listening to B96, Eddie and Jobo in the mornings radio show. We're actually Omar and I here. We were on the Eddie and Jobo show. That's right. One time for pizza for plug. Pizza for plug. We plugged yeah. in our uh, Halloween party. Yeah. I feel even worse for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Our first experience broadcasting, yeah. if you will. Now we're we've gone pro on Podomatic.com. Podomatic.com, the website for all your podcasting needs. And we uh, did a, we did a horrible job. We did a horrible. Uh, they didn't even tell us we were on the air. We we're like, uh, well, what? Uh, pizza, pizza, yeah, yeah. yeah pizza, cool. We have a party. This Friday come through. And shout out for Mookie <laughs> oh, Mohammed right. Mukarali, yeah. who was driving around because we didn't want to park, yeah. and, and we didn't give him a shout out. That we could have just easily. We should have given him a shout out. B ninety six. We're doing it now, Mookie. We hope you appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. At least you'll be world renowned in Ghana because the number one podcast in Ghana. Yeah. Dreams do come true. Yeah. But um, yeah, I grew up on B96. I, I've never left really B96. I was a big fan of the Jay and Julian show or now just the Jay show. Shout out to Showbiz Shelley who really looks like Natalie Portman. Really? I don't, yeah. I don't remember how she looked. She oh. had like a. No, she wasn't there. She wasn't, she wasn't there. No, she came in towards the end because all oh, here is Showbiz Shelley. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. What? Yeah. She I was on that. the show she back was wearing, like a hockey jersey or something stupid like we, we met her back then shit, shit. I, don't, I hadn't realized she'd she been came on the in show. right when we were gonna walk out oh I hadn't realized she'd been on the show that long that was a long time ago yeah but shout out to Showbiz Shelly she was like an intern I think like. yeah San- Sandra's a huge fan she wants to be on the Showbiz Shelly Smackdown I don't know anybody who knows more about celebrity trivia oh, than Sandra her and Vanessa should go at it then because every time they do that quiz too uh-huh. she's like knocking them out but I, it's easier <laughs> it's easier when you're not on the air you know obviously yeah, if you're on the radio true. you're kind of like who is uh, the girl in Star Wars Natalie Portman what if if they were going to do a movie about Showbiz Shelley, they would probably cast Natalie Portman. Really? That much? Which, She's got a little bit of a five head going on, but not bad. Yeah, which, by the way, Nelson criticizing... Who did he criticize? Uh, the girl from X-Men. Why can't I remember names anymore? Juno? Okay. I think it's because we're on the air. Juno? Ellen yeah. Page? Ellen Page. So, <laughs> Nelson said, stands by the fact that Ellen Page's greatest superhero is her forehead. <laughs> Natalie Portman isn't that far off. Yeah, that's right. So, whoa, I love Natalie Portman. Yeah, but you know, in terms of forehead, she's a little mole, kind of sexy wherever it's at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Natalie Portman, why have you paid homage to Star Wars and dressed up in Princess Leia's gold bikini? That's besides the point. So anyways, I was listening to two of my favorite segments on the B96 radio show in the morning. On Mondays and Wednesdays. On Mondays, they do the second date update. On Wednesdays, they do the sticky situations where they try to get somebody caught up. Uh, it's Sarah Shahi. Wow. Oh, yeah. Right, I told yeah. you. Who is that? Sarah, Sarah Shahi. Shahi. Wow. Yeah. She looks like she can uh, really fill out a sweater. <laughs> Another Indian trick. Yeah. So getting back to B96, yeah. So Mondays, they have the second date update, which I find fascinating. They they basically call one of the two parties, the people who went on a date and they go, hey, why didn't you have a call back? Why didn't you respond to text messages? Uh-huh. Sticky situations is kind of, I feel like it's staged but I also feel like it's kind of lame. You basically write into the show and they do that whole thing where it's kind of a rip off of Eddie and Jobo with the whole, I'm going to send somebody flowers thing. Who would you like me to send flowers to? Yeah. And then you try to get somebody caught up in, oh, I'm sending flowers to somebody else, blah, 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 whatever. But more importantly, the segment I'm referring to this week was the sticky situation, or no, I'm sorry, it's the second date update 
So second date update this week was this whole thing where, yeah, this couple went out on a date. This guy had a really great time. You know, they got along with a girl. They walked around for four hours and they just talked, which is usually a good sign for a date. And then, I guess, the chick who decided not to call him back, the reason why she didn't call this guy back is because he went on her Instagram and her Facebook and he decided that, or I guess he went on her Instagram and Facebook and he went back four years to pictures, like all the pictures in her Uh in bikinis that were like four years old. He like, okay, like, and you know, just basically spying on her pictures like right after the first date. So stalking? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, that's like, who wouldn't do that? I would stalk the chick. I wouldn't like every picture though. Yeah, I wouldn't press like only because I don't want her knowing that I'm looking at the shit, but I would be like, oh, spank, bang, spank, bang, spank, bang, spank, bang. Screenshot, screenshot. (laughs) Save that for later. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I guess so. That is that. So that's why she didn't call. That's him. why she didn't call him because it freaked her out. She went back pictures four years ago of her in bikinis and stuff. Rightly so. Yeah, and I'm kind of thinking, well, what was her name? Like, let's check out these pictures. <laughs> but I don't know. I, you know, I guess we've got three guys on the show today. I don't know what your opinion is, or do you think that's worthy of? Okay, she shouldn't call him again, or all right, flip it. If it was a girl doing all that shit, how would you feel? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll check out all my pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's with today's world with social media and putting yourself on Facebook. It's like and it's you post something on Facebook, you should know that anything could be looked up that's posted. So oh, yeah. it's a common thing now. And you by the way, the by the way, if you speaking of that, watch the terms and conditions of documentary on Netflix about that stuff. If you ever want to watch something about your privacy, but anyway, yeah, yeah I mean, anything Adam doesn't watch documentaries. What? I don't care for documentaries. I'll watch them, but it's got to be something that really piques my interest. You're communist or what? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you had a documentary <laughs> about Sarah Shahi, yeah, she look like this. I got some good ones for you to watch then. <laughs> what is what has she been in? Like what movies? Is she, or is she just random? She's like wallpaper. She's like USA TV girl kind of thing. She's on a bunch of sitcoms and stuff like that. But in like TV shows. Look at that. All right, let me ask this a different way. What has she been in that we can see? She's in, <laughs> all right. Remember in old school when Will Ferrell gets in the car naked with his wife and a bunch of friends? Yeah. Remember yeah. the hot chick in the hat? Like there's oh. one chick in the, that had a hat on. They're just like mm-hmm. uh, girls that's, with hats tend to be very proper. That girl with the hat just I <laughs> fucked the shit out of it. She's the girl with the hat. Uh. <laughs> Go back and watch the movie You'll be like Oh shit She doesn't even show anything But you're just like She's the hot one of the group Is that Google search uh, Safe search off (laughs) (laughs) You know that you looked up A lot of porn in your life You know how to cycle through The safe search options On Google Because I make sure Mine is off At all times Delete browsing history (laughs) Delete cookies Delete the cachet Whatever Whatever it takes Say this to be like Why did you search this girl Like 10,000 times (laughs) She reminds me of you Boom Sandra's probably be like more like, why don't you take a screenshot? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that was my. I just heard that, and I kind of you know we don't have any girls on the show today, but I wonder you know ladies leave uh, some comments hashtag utjh. I mean, do you think yeah. that's kind of creepy? Because I would be flattered if some girl that just started dating went back and looked through Hold all on, my but old if pictures. It's after the first date, even I think I would just be like, all right, well this girl is looking a little overwhelming. Really? That's like the kind of girl that automatically go out with her on one date, and she if you're friends with her. Right she was, you know, in a relationship with so-and-so, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, you, you know what probably depends on how many likes the guy did. It was, like, maybe three likes. Okay, it's manageable. Being liked, like, 20 pictures. If there were, like, three likes, but they were all bikini shots. That's a problem. From, like, three different years. Because you know what the girls think. It's not a problem to the guy. If I got pictures of my shirt off, which will never happen anyway, and a girl happens to like three of them, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing something right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I know I have a pretty good understanding of how women think. I won't say I know how women think, because once you know that, it goes right out the fucking window. Yeah. Maybe I'm just that old or maybe I just, it's been forever since I've been single just that out of touch you know I think we were at a party one time and we were talking to a friend of mine who you know she's single and she was 
asking, how long is it too long to wait until you actually Google the person and do your research? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know if they have something on the internet out there. I mean, I guess it's fair game, right? I mean, yeah. talk about like privacy and terms and conditions and that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would want to say do it right away just because she's a friend of mine and I don't want anything to happen to her. But it's like if somebody knows that you're looking at their shit, I mean, I guess, is there a way that, I mean, I think there's a way, and I should probably know this, I'm an IT person, but I really could give two shits about social media. Unless you're going to leave us some comments on Twitter, hashtag UTJH. You know, we should start a Facebook page, I think, because it's so many more people on Facebook. I was actually considering, okay, I'm going to start a Facebook page, but, you know, you have to be like a person or a band or something. There's no podcast page. You can still start something else and still be a community because a lot of your followers are friends of yours on Facebook. Yeah, you and they page. can make, yeah, we they should, just yeah, make let's just, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Huh? Yeah. I can imagine uh-huh. for you, buddy, huh? Yeah. Social media guys. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This segment's getting a little long. All right, coming up next, we have comic cliff notes. All right, this week, special shout out to Nelson Flores, my brother. This week, the character that I'm going to be focusing on is Peter Parker, otherwise known as the Amazing Spider-Ham. This is an actual character. He's been put through his own continuity. He actually started off, most people don't know this, he started off as a spider. Then May Parker, excuse me, was doing something with radioactivity, trying to make some kind of super conductive hair dryer or some bullshit like that. What? And somehow he ended up biting her and forming into a radioactive guy or a spider that turned into a pig. So then he ended up becoming Peter Porker. <laughs> Sounds like a porn movie. Yeah, it's not, all of it's a big fucking joke. You can look it up. It's on Google and everything, but yeah, he started fighting different people like... Van Ham. Van Ham, all kinds of shit like that. There's a billion of them. The Dr. Octopus or Dr. Doom. It was, it was a duck guy. It was, uh... You know, instead of Carnage, it should have been like Arnitas. <laughs> Shout out to our Mexican listeners. Yeah. There's also Captain Cat America. Viva Mexico, viva Michoacan. He was actually in a couple video games for like Spider-Man Shattered Dimension and stuff like that. He was in the background and everything. So yeah, Peter Porker, the amazing spider ham, who in high school I had to dissect a pig and Oof. I named him that. So Does he have like a Mary Jane and like a... I don't know. I didn't dive that. I mean, I never dove that. Nelson's more of the Spider-Man fan, so like it's more of a knock to him. Squealy. But yeah, I mean, they did the entire fucking cast of Spider-Man essentially, but just all, all animals at this point. Uncle Barn. It's pretty funny when you see it. It's a lot like uh, for a while the Hulk was there was a Green Hulk and a Red Hulk and then at the end of the issue they had a little cartoon it looked like a Sunday cartoon it was Green Hulk, Red Hulk and then they threw in a Blue Hulk and you know the three of them were always arguing about who gets to ride a shopping cart through the mall and stuff like that it was pretty funny but yeah so Peter Parker, Spider-Ham you just got schooled Comic Cliff Notes Comic Cliff Notes yeah. Alright, moving on. Over, under. Alright, overrated, underrated. This week we're gonna go with overrated, underrated musical artists. Now, let's see. My underrated would have to be N.E.R.D. It's the band with Pharrell as the lead singer, Chad Hugo, and Shay. Just three guys. They started off in the year 2000, 2001. Musically took a lot of chances and nowadays you hear a lot of hip-hop and rock mixed and everyone's just like, man, this is some cool shit. They did that a long time ago. 13 years ago. 13, 14 years ago. Had a song on Khalid Lisa's uh, freshman album, uh, Kaleidoscope. They had another song on Neptune's Presents Clones, which is where Frontin' first came out. But they had their own album, In Search Of, Flyer Dive. The first two albums were amazing. Flyer Dive, they did all their own instrumentation for it. Beautiful mix of hip-hop and rock. Still unmatched in my eyes. It's my favorite band of all time, and so few people have ever heard of them. My overrated, I have two. First one is a rap artist, Lil Wayne. I think is the most overrated piece of shit ever. You know what? It's funny you say that, because before came out I was like this guy's an idiot especially like he's a weird looking dude 
food. But um, some of his songs, when you listen to some of his lyrics, like they're pretty good metaphors. You know, hip hop is a oh, lot yeah. of I metaphors. Mean, but he, he's the king of one liners. Don't get me wrong. He's got one lines, but tell me a story sometimes. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, not everybody's gonna be slick Rick when it comes to the storytelling. But like Jay Z comes out with some. Even well, what's that one song that Jay Z does? Uh, On to the next. Excuse one? me. What's your name? Oh yeah, I love that one. Even yeah, that. Yeah. Like if you listen to it, he's telling a whole story all the way through. He's imagining all the stuff he wants to do with the girl, and then the last line is, "I'm sorry, what's your name?" Like, <laughs> it, it's an awesome imagery, amazing imagery. Nas, great, great fucking storyteller. Notorious B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G. Of, of course. Best, Tupac. I'm not a fan. We'll get into that, motherfucker. <laughs> one day, I'm gonna piss on that grave. That's for oh, sure. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> so that's my first overrated. The second overrated, and it's gonna be a, a surprise to some people. Obviously, the ones that don't know me, I'm gonna go with the Beatles. For overrated. Wow. Overrated. Wow. wow. That's 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 mostly bold, because that's a bold statement. everyone. Okay, don't get me wrong. They have good songs, and yeah, they took a lot of chances too. But everyone wants to make it seem like everything that the Beatles touch is automatic gold when they had some shitty fucking songs. The Yellow Submarine, horrible fucking song in my eyes. Everyone that says they're pivotal songwriters, I want to hold your hand. I could have written that in ten seconds. Well, I mean, you guys, you got to think about like the Beatles were the fucking original rock stars. They brought rock and roll to the U.S. See, hands down, there are no rock stars as big as the Beatles. There'll never be anybody. But I'm an Elvis fan. So, but I mean, in their defense, up until that point, I mean, if you look at the music that came before the Beatles, like Chubby Checker and fucking all the '50s music, they were all one-hit wonders. Everybody was a one-hit wonder. So for the Beatles to produce more than one song that you know made it to the top of the charts, if you will. But you had Elvis coming out with music that was multifaceted, got good storytelling. He also broke into movies, mm-hmm. and I think his contribution gets overlooked so much. I mean, yeah, he died and everything, but he's a good musician, an actually really good singer, and gets overlooked a lot. Most people nowadays are just like, oh, you know, the Beatles are. Talk to any musician, of course, the first words out of the mouth are Beatles. I'm not saying that they weren't important, but they are overrated. But they're overrated, and especially in terms of what you hear, like what you could be listening to otherwise. There were a lot of other bands that were coming out in conjunction with them. Maybe they opened doors, but I'm not going to give them all the fun credit. Yeah, I think what Uma, Uma Thurman said in Pulp Fiction is true. Was it Uma Thurman in Pulp yeah, Fiction who said yeah. that? Is it in either the you're, scene. you're a Beatles fan or you're an Elvis fan? You might like both, which is fine, but you like one more than the other. Yeah, I do like Elvis more than the Beatles, but yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, they might be a little overrated, but I mean, you know, respect where respect is due. I mean, they're the original, you know, never duplicated rock stars. Boy band? Yeah. And in their later years, they fucking sued the hell out of each other and they all hated each other and fucking... And at the end of it all, a chick broke up the band, Michael Jackson got the rights to a bunch of the fucking music. Yeah. What was it all for? That's it. That's my over-under for this week. I'll respect your... (laughs) I respectfully disagree, but yeah. My overrated is a guy that hurts me to say because he's Latino, but is Pitbull. I think he's completely overrated and he's getting like way overused. Like so many artists are trying to... Mr. 305! Yeah, trying trying to use this guy for um, all these... um, Commercial stuff. Collaborations and commercials and just to try to get, I guess, the, the Latino market. But this guy has no talent. His oh, he, first... rip, he rips off all the music that we used to listen to. That's exactly he's like, he's like the I Latino, think. he's like the Latino uh, P. Diddy. He fucking takes old yeah, school music. Yeah, and, and it's not only that. Like, well, P, at least P. Diddy uses music, and but he actually uses like verses, and like every song he has, he'll use clips of uh, like other old songs that were hits. Dale. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dale is at this like his trademark, but he's. And 305, like, Miami. Yeah, he just like, no song of his is original. If you ever listen to his lyrics too, like they have no substance to it. And uh, I just think like lot, any artist just stop using it, especially other Latino artists like Jennifer Lopez just using for her album. Ugh. Like just stop using this guy. Like he is not talented and uh, I don't think he should be the face of, of Latino music right now. No. So that's my overrated. My underrated is, I don't know if he's still underrated, but Childish 
Gambino. He's another hip hop artist. What? I never listened to him. He's the guy from Community. Right. Really fucking funny guy. Something Glover, right? Like Dan- Danny Glover. Danny Glover, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really fucking funny guy, but never really listened to his music. I heard it's good. You know, it's his music when he first came out, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could uh, get into it, but then he started getting into, like, again, getting into the lyrics and some of the stuff he comes up with, like some of the quick liners that he comes up with, like the metaphors. You know, hip hop, there's a lot of metaphors where it comes at you fast, and so sometimes you have to listen to the songs a couple times to appreciate what they're talking about. But he has a lot of good, good music. He just came out with a second album. I don't have him bought it yet, but I've listened to a lot of the songs already. You know, it's, I don't know if it's as good as his first album, but he still is a good artist that I think is on the up and up with hip hop. Where, you know, hip hop right now is it's a tough industry where we've been so used to a lot of the superstars, so it's hard for a new up and comer to, you know, shine out there. So I think oh, yeah. he's one of them. Well said. Uh, is he related to Danny Glover or to uh, Donald? No. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But have you have you actually looked it up? I looked it up. I think it was on Wikipedia. Said it wasn't. Right, I, I where it was. I've always wanted to ask, and I've, I've been too scared. <laughs> to. He's funny as shit on Community, though. Yeah. Or I only saw the first season. I never saw the rest of them. Him and the Indian guy made the whole joke. And Allison Bree's fine ass. You want to talk about somebody that's an underrated hot chick? Allison Bree. Well, that should be another un- over underrated hot chicks. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll show you pictures. Of them. <laughs> like our first five episodes was overrated, underrated hot chicks. And uh, like, Okay. We should probably branch out, you know, especially since our wife's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rodney, what do you got? Okay, so I've got a couple overrated, underrated. I had, well, okay, I'll get to my underrated that I picked in a second, but I just came to mind. Overrated musician, fucking Kesha. Yeah, yeah, I Dude, think so too. I don't understand why people still continue it's to stri- let... It's stripper music. I, I don't understand why people still continue to let Kesha live. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With, <laughs> Why is she alive? With the fucking bullshit <laughs> that she puts out. I mean, it's just garbage. Like, Eminem talking about fucking these, these kids shit garbage talking about Britney Spears, blah, blah, blah. That came from Kesha. Yep. And I just, I don't understand. You know, and talk about overrated Kesha and Pitbull collaboration. Fuck that. I mean, yeah. it's just, I could fart better <laughs> melodies than she puts together lyrics. What, what the? I don't get it. I, maybe it's, I'm just showing my age. Well, she in the news recently, too? Like, her name has a dollar sign or it was yeah. taken off. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, you're not Prince. It's, it's just fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah. You're a long way from No, it's not funny. It's not catchy. It's, you know, it's it's shit that's going to be played on Kids Bop number 43. You know, when that shit comes out. I don't get it. Another overrated musician, overrated band. I'm not a big Maroon 5 fan. I understand they have a huge catalog of songs and they're kind of okay. But I've never really been like, hey, you know what? I'm going to burn myself a Maroon 5 CD. Or, you know, your, your, your shit's going to make it my iPod. No. Yeah, and I don't understand the popularity. You know, Adam Levine. I don't get it. I like them when they first started. Then they started getting... But I mean, even still, it's just kind of mediocre. Hey, this is just songs that we play in between the actual good songs that we have on the radio. Yeah. Alvaro Levine, probably one of my underrated musicians and hot chicks. Naturally beautiful, talented, can play the guitar, can sing. Probably not, you know, as publicized as she should be. She's a really great musician, I really feel. John Popper, probably my number one underrated musician. If you John Popper, uh, blues traveler, lead singer. Oh, okay. uh, Really, really great talent great talented musician can sing can play can we want to talk about I, what I like about musicians is I like when they start taking risks Little Wayne I can kind of agree yeah is overrated but I like some of the risks that he takes like when he put out that song How to Love that's really you know Ooh. that's just something that a rap artist hip hop artist would not go out and do yeah, um, I really think true. John yeah, Popper LL Cool J did you know I Need Love and but LL Cool Ooh, J right LL Cool J is like a baby making music musician <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't matter even Mama Said Knock You Out that's that's 
like rage bang music. Um, that's that's kind of his motif. I really like that Little Wayne took that risk. You know, I still think he's overrated, but I really appreciate the fact that he could take that risk. I like risk takers like when Metallica played with a classical 120 piece orchestra in the background and did some of their classic songs. I love when they do that shit. I really feel if Blues Traveler took some more of that risk, they'd be a little more mainstream. They'd be a little more popular. You know, they might get out of their whole niche um, that they were, if you will. Mm-hmm. Do they still produce though? Do they still have music? I don't know if they come out with anything new, but I really think John Popper is just you know talented, talented, underrated yeah. musician. Slash, another one of my underrated musicians. I mean, he played obviously in Guns N' Roses, where it's a huge hit. Fucking, but you know, Chinese Democracy, twenty years in the making, and Slash was out of the band at that point. Um, if you followed Velvet Revolver, super band, Slither, one of my favorite songs. One of the first things I learned how to play on guitar. Slither's just Velvet Revolver is amazing, amazing band. Slash. The funny thing about Slash is that he is a sloppy musician. He's a sloppy guitar player. So if you actually learn how to play guitar, you know, I still don't even hold a candle to Slash because he can play fucking drunk and you can kind of get it and it still sounds amazing so I really feel underrated musician underrated group I feel that they are mainstream and you see them a lot but you know you gotta give credit where credit is due and people I see a ton of people claiming hip hop I see a ton of people claiming house music but you cannot claim hip hop or house music if you don't give credit to the Beastie Boys so many drops so many drops that you hear so many things that people just kind of look at them as like oh yeah all white rap group but I mean hip hop wouldn't be hip hop if it weren't for all the Beastie Boys some of the drops and the whole License to Ill album drop yeah exactly it's actually one of the drops yeah Jack and Mike D to my dismay you know all those License to Ill if you don't own it and you think you're into hip hop you better go out and fucking buy that shit or download that shit (laughs) download that shit on iTunes along with um that just happened leave us some comments five stars um, or podomatic.com our website for all your podcasting needs SoundCloud are we're available on that we're only the most previous episode anyways yeah I think BC Boys not given enough credit I've seen way too many people who are oh yeah I'm all about hip hop house music rap and blah 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 whatever yeah, but intergalactic was another good one yeah I mean that, that was kind of a little more mainstream you know things like She's Crafty No Sleep Till Brooklyn you gotta get on those tracks you gotta get on License to Ill you know what's the time it's time to get ill you don't know anything about that I mean that's kind of like you not giving credit to Roots or you not giving credit to you know it's the classic. Roots man they put on a good fucking live show yeah, yeah. I mean you imagine it's on the other ones didn't we? I think you were sitting separately from me but yeah yeah, yeah. you know imagine not standing separately imagine somebody's like I'm all about hip hop and not giving credit to Roots you know I feel the same way about Beastie Boys like in classic rock and roll but not giving credit to Elvis yeah it's it's just yeah pay credit where credit's due yeah, where credit's due so yeah mainstream musicians but also hey to an extent they're underrated hold on speaking of underrated chick that is actually really good at what she does I'm gonna put it out there Fergie I saw Black Eyed Peas with NERD live I wanna say back in 2002 or 3 Black Eyed Peas opened for NERD and it was right when she really first came out I'm like Black Eyed Peas who the fuck is this chick back in the day Black Eyed Peas were a completely different group than who they are, you know, joints and jams and all that kind of shit. I know that's not the name of the song, but still. She came out and I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? But she was hitting notes and singing better than I would ever believe. Yeah, she's and a like, singer too, yeah, that's true. Everybody that's just like, oh, you know, Black Eyed Peas suck, Fergie sucks. I'm like, nah, man, you gotta listen to this chick sing. She's actually very, very fucking I mean, talented. I kind of have to support the Black Eyed Peas because I'm Filipino, they're Filipino, you know, you kind of have to support them by default. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree with Fergie, underrated artist. I also feel like she's been overshadowed by kind of what people might feel is her competition be Gwen Stefani who kind of they both released solo albums at the same time and maybe she was a little overshadowed there's no doubt it was just kind of an incredible ska kind of rock transition into mainstream band and then when Gwen Stefani decided okay I'm gonna go solo then so did Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas and she kind of just overshadowed her success but absolutely I mean the two ladies underrated hot chicks you know Gwen Stefani also another person taking risks did a um, what was that music video she did with you know no makeup on she still looked fucking hot oh yeah I can't think of it I'll think of it I can be corrections for next week underneath it all underneath it all. Good song.
song. Good song. Great vocal She's talent. Also amazing on her first solo album, Paula Batgirl, produced by Pharrell Williams. Yeah, I still a, think about a lot it. Of risk for that. Shout out to Nelson. We talked about this. I still think about it when I have to spell out the word bananas. This shit. <laughs> Shout out to Dimitri Martin. Shout out to Ricky Fontaine for fucking doing that shit all the time. What's up, Ricky? What up, Rick? <laughs> Alright, we gotta move on. This yeah. shit's going along. Coming up, top five, which isn't really a top five. We uh, still need to figure out a, a name for a top five because it's not a list of top five things. It's just kind of like a pile of shit that we kind of throw on as we <laughs> think that these are some of my favorite things. Alright, this week we're gonna be doing top five TV shows. Before we did overrated, underrated 90s TV shows, this is just top five TV shows of all time. Omar, start us off. So, I gotta start off with the original show that I got hooked on as far as TV shows go, and that's Lost. Lost is just one of those shows that, I mean, you mentioned last, in one of the last podcasts, how if you go to your DeLorean and you go back, <laughs> you know, it's one of those, because if you watch it now and you try to get into it, it might be tough because there's so much good TV writing that's been going on since then, but uh, back, then, back, back then it was yeah. like one of the only shows that had really great writing that every week you would have to watch to see what's going on. I got into it late, just so happened I could happen to catch it on Blockbuster, back when Blockbuster Video was popular. Wow. I, I caught like an you know, one of the DVDs that had, you know, some of the episodes on there and I got into it right away from the first episode. So Lost for one of them. Then I have Walking Dead minus season three. I hated season three. <laughs> Fuck Carl. <laughs> for Walking Dead, I just think that this whole, uh, if you're catching up, spoiler alert, by the way, the whole fight scene with the governor with the tank, that should have happened in season three, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they dragged it on way too long. Season three was like a filler season. Yeah. And right. by the way, we will riot if you kill Daryl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Natalie Cohen. Is it Natalie Cohen? Who, who plays Maggie on that show? Yeah. Underrated Hot Trick. Un- underrated Maggie Hot Maggie and the new chick. Nat- uh, Natalie Cohen, I really need to know if you really have a thing for Asian guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who else is hot is um, the new chick that. Um, oh, Rosie, Rose, Rosa. The, yeah, the one that the Glenn lesbian saved. One? The one that, yeah, yeah, the one that Glenn saved. No, oh, that's I, the lesbian I think, one. I think the black chick, the sister of what's his name, the big black guy, the sister. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, oh, she's not remember. bad. Like, Sasha. If, 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 yeah, if Sasha. you see yeah. her outside of the show, well, the same thing for the this girl. Well, the, the military girl. Chick. So, so I like the military girl. Oh, her too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, she's uh-huh. Latina. That's why. But no, I mean. <laughs> Sasha Sasha's good to go Oh she was on Talking Dead yeah, With Natalie Dead. Cohen Yeah exactly That was a whole lot of legs Sitting on that like, couch dude fuck? Even Sandra was like That's a lot of legs Sitting on that couch so I was like <laughs> Alright so Walking Dead Breaking Bad One of the best Like original yep. You know screenwriting You just took one of mine Oh my god You haven't seen it It's like one of the best I haven't seen ever. Mad Men either oh Well god. I'll get to that In a sec So I said Breaking Bad Sons of Anarchy I haven't which, seen that. which I didn't think I was going to originally like Because you know It's motorcycle guys I'm not, I don't ride motorcycles But the show is it's so well written like it's I actually want to buy a motorcycle now just because of the oh show Peggy like, Bundy <laughs> <laughs> yeah no like the show is so well from the first episode I got hooked I'm missing one Entourage yeah I, well I was gonna see Entourage as an honorable mention um, this isn't fucking watch mojo <laughs> <laughs> what did I say so far so uh, Walking Dead yeah yeah Walking Dead Breaking uh, Bad Breaking Bad oh Game of Thrones Game of Thrones HBO show another one that you know it might take like maybe two episodes to get into it maybe three but it's one of those shows that once you start the plot's so good and it keeps you on your your toes every week because even if it's a main character they didn't give a shit they'll fucking kill him so you never know what's going to happen in any episode so yeah. I started watching Game of Thrones a little late and I was like well you know this guy's in it so you know he's a pretty mainstream actor they won't kill him off boom yeah. first season dead I was like wait what <laughs> some ballsy motherfuckers right here and I mean it's a good show I almost wish that I was watching it with pen and paper because a lot of the names yeah in the first yeah. episode alone they throw out about 70 names that you're just like 
wait, what? Yeah, wait, that's, that's tough. The first season, you gotta pay attention to that opening credits where exactly. they talk about and the like houses. I, like, I'm over here pausing it, like, okay, that's this house with these people in it, and then there's a bit. Yeah. Alright, then moving on. Alright, now there's a bit. <laughs> oh, shout out to Amelia Clark, by the way, Daenerys, underrated hot chick. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Is she that, yeah. like, platinum blonde chick? Yep. Khaleesi, yeah. My wife gets jealous when she goes on TV. Like, oh, there's my princess. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> your, your pregnant wife gets jealous? <laughs> there's a shock. Oh, you mentioned Mad Men. I was just going to mention that. There's just one show that I haven't got into. I actually watched three episodes. Still can't get into it, but everybody keeps telling me that you got to watch more episodes and eventually I'll get into it, which, I mean, I don't know why I have to watch more than three episodes to get into a show, but everybody says it's good, so that's one show I have to watch. But top five shows, and if we're talking about current shows, obviously Walking Dead. I'm all about Walking Dead. I'm all about zombies and talk about that. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow. Oh, my God. That's I a top five show. show. I hate that no, show. No, 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 no. Dude, show, the, the, dude, not... the last, like, maybe five episodes changed the entire well, season. I saw the first episode, and I... <laughs> No, 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 you gotta get, you gotta get past it. Dude, you gotta get past the first episode. The especially is so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's really cheesy in the beginning, and they, they but you really, know what? They really try to work off the pole of name. They'll mention Thor in passing just to get the nurse to be like, ho, 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 ho. like me. I, I turned into a little bit. Like, oh my it's, god, it's, it's, it's an absolute nerd show, dude. If you're into Marvel at all, if you've fucking seen Captain America 2, <laughs> everything that happens in the Marvel universe, fucking Thor, Dark World, Captain America 2, Avengers, it all fills into the show and it happens at the same time. I mean, I remember watching Captain America 2 and my mind was fucking blown and then Tuesday I started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, holy shit, it's like Captain America 2 just kept going. It's like yeah. still part of the really? show. It, and it, was it just, really just fills the void until the next Marvel movie in the best kind of way. Here's what Coulson and the team are up to. But is that acting as bad? It's, like, it's, it's not that good, but I, I, Chloe I, I don't care. Chloe Bennett, oh my god, dude. Slowly working away in the top ten. Elizabeth Henstrich. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're related to Natasha Henstrich. I don't even Fitz. care. You're both fucking hot chicks. Fitz, yeah. Elizabeth Henstrich. Uh, even Mig now when, you know, even though she's a little older, fucking... Joy Luck Club, yeah. She can, yeah. She can get in my Joy Luck Club. I'm not even into Asian chicks. But Chloe Bennett, worth watching the show alone and all the, you know, the nerd references. Sif came on to the show, you know, as a crossover. Oh, you know, obviously they can afford a star like Natalie Portman or fucking Chris Hemsworth or even Loki. I mean, they get Samuel Jackson on the show. Samuel Jackson, spoiler. Well, yeah, spoiler. Samuel Jackson makes a couple of things. Yeah. In an awesome way too. In yeah. all his fucking Samuel Jackson glory. If it wasn't on Channel Five or NBC or no, it's ABC. Excuse me. If you were to drop a motherfucker on there, I wouldn't even be a surprise. Like I'd be like, there it is. I've been waiting. I'm not yelling. This is how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got? Yeah, Agents Shield, Walking Dead. I really wish they would bring on another season of Robot Combat League. As actual giant robots fighting each other. It's probably on Netflix. I thought it was really cool, but they're probably not going to renew a season. The Colony. The Colony is another TV show that had two seasons. I wish they, I heard that they were going to renew a season. It's basically kind of like The Walking Dead, but as a reality show. Post-apocalyptic reality show where they put a mechanic and they put a teacher and then they put an engineer and an electrician all in and they basically put them in like in this abandoned, maybe three-acre world where, you know, they have supplies and miscellaneous shit and they stage infected zombie attacks on these people and they got to build a house and they ended up in... Season two was really interesting because they ended up building a windmill and they ended up building 
kind of a hovercraft. Generate electricity. To generate, yeah. Um, sounds awesome. What's yeah. This? <laughs> it's called a colony. Season one is kind of bullshit where they're basically in a big warehouse and they have, you know, the different type of professions in and they're like, okay, what would you do in this situation? Is all very hypothetical. But season two was amazing because they put them in like an abandoned little village and they're like, okay, here's some cars over here, here's some batteries and they had to figure out, oh, let's grab all these car batteries and they can power a windmill and our windmill can power the shower for the running water that we have. And they had to figure out how to do fresh water. They had to figure out how to find the supplies. And it was almost like Survivor where they legit, they didn't have what they needed and it set up a FEMA zone where it's like, okay, here are your medical supplies and you're allowed this and you can be really, and you watch people over the season. They, it's, it's like Survivor where they started out and they're like regular people and they're fucking slowly losing weight oh, and, they, wow. and they put all different kind of professionals in there like, you know, like I said, engineer, but they threw like a model in there. She was just kind of hot. She had no makeup. She's running around just <laughs> like nailing the carpenter or whatever. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of funny. It was a fascinating show. Nailing the carpenter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Irony. It's a fascinating show. I don't know if it was on like Hi-Fi or the American History Channel, whatever, but uh, amazing show. A couple of the shows I watched like here. Talks about, I, I'm obsessed with catfish. I don't know why. Catfish. Stop this it. This fucking guy was just stopped it already. <laughs> yeah, Sandra laughed at me. She heard the last podcast. She's like, fucking catfish. She's like, why couldn't you get into like real harsh lives? I'm like, fuck that. I have to turn in my man card if I was watching real. Yeah. <laughs> gotta draw a line somewhere. But I mean, I will watch Millionaire Matchmaker. I will watch fucking, what's the Property Brothers and some of the HTV, HGTV, HGTV shows. But I mean, that show kind of fucking pisses me off because you're like, oh yeah, we have a fixer-upper home for $500,000. I'm like, where is there a fucking fixer-up home for $500,000? Like, to me, a fixer-up home is like twenty grand. Right. It's like, right. fucking... I don't know, but um, yeah, that, that's what I'm watching right now, top TV shows. So are we doing... What, wait, are we doing what we're watching now or top I TV think shows of all time? I think top five. For me, it was top five of like my favorite shows of all time. But, you know. Oh, so you're not going to throw Thundercats in there? You're fucking going to just ignore like, Silverhawks? Uh, like, some old school man, shit. You ready? Right? Alright. We should probably do that in another segment, like it's cartoons. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't put cartoons in it because that... Oh, fuck, that throws that's like, that's childhood five. memories right there. Alright, so moving on to my top five. By the way, this top five does not encapsulate cartoons. We just discussed it because that was going to basically be my whole top five. <laughs> David the Gnome. The Noozles. So, my top five, I'm going to start off with Breaking Bad. The writing in that show, the acting in that show has to be some of the best I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. After that, I'm going to go with Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Seinfeld, true. to me, has to be one of the best written shows ever. So, that's another thing where it's, if you're a Beatles or an Elvis fan, you're one more than the other. Seinfeld or Friends, yeah. it's same kind of analogy. You're either one or the other. Yeah, yeah, I would say Friends for me. I like Seinfeld a lot. I love Friends also. Yeah. I've seen every episode of Friends multiple times. But Seinfeld resonates to me in a way that Friends doesn't. Friends is, like, hey, you know, I'm in my 20s and having a good time. And even though I was young when I was watching Seinfeld, by the time I watched Seinfeld, I was like, man, you know, this shit, I can't wait till I'm 30. And this shit really starts to resonate with me because if you watch it now, the shit that they talk about are the same conversations we had back in the day about the girls that we used to talk to and stuff like that. Like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not fucking with her. She eats her peas one at a time. <laughs> that kind of shit, that happens, you know? You come up with shit like that. I'm also going to go with Heroes. Season 1 and 2 were unreal. Everything I ever wanted. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah. Hero Nakamura was amazing. Peter Petrelli, even though with his side talk, talking face, that shit bothered the hell out of me. An amazing, amazing show. 24. I never saw that show, man. Blew my fucking it. mind. When I was working... They bringing it back, so. Yeah, when I was working... Actually, I haven't seen the past, like, maybe three seasons, which makes it seem like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but those shows must have been ridiculous to watch when they were on because the whole show took place in real time which was the greatest appeal of it we were talking about that before yeah it would go to commercial break and it would show the time right before the commercial break then when it came back from commercial break it would show the time between that whole break so, was it, so everything was going on in real time yeah. and Kiefer Sutherland amazing actor obviously son of Donald Sutherland obviously <laughs> I'm gonna go with Firefly amazing, I've heard good things amazing amazing show I have it up there what is that it's also on Netflix uh, written by Joss Whedon the guy that directed the Avengers they Buffy the Vampire Slayer mix 
waste a lot of space in the old school spaghetti westerns. They only had one season. The show was canceled for whatever reason. And then they ended up making uh, Serenity, the movie, which is just so, so sick of a movie. Really wish that they would have kept it going, but I mean, they have an entire cult following on it. They could have a whole convention just on those guys. They would make it. What? What else? Law and Order SVU. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> I love that fucking show. Shh, shh. Right. Gong, gong. My daughter loves that show. The entire opening <laughs> sequence, she'll just sit down and watch it like it's dun, the greatest dun, thing dun, ever. Dun, dun. <laughs> what else? For non cartoon See, because I had cartoons all lined up. Yeah, no. And then yeah, they sneak this shit on me, and it's like. <laughs> you know, speaking of recognizable music and back, like BGM, if you will, Adam and I, before you got here, Omar, we were having a little debate because there was. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, and I just saw that. Top 10 music video game, video game music of all time. Number three, Sonic a Hedgehog. Number two, Super Mario Brothers. But number one was Tetris. Tetris because it's so recognizable. Let's play some Tetris, motherfucker. So, so that's what I'm saying. We're going to do I a think, survey. I think Super Mario Bros. is not just more recognizable, but better theme music than Zelda. Uh, excuse me, than Tetris. But I mean, I think, okay, if we go to 100 people out on the street, maybe we'll do this as part of the podcast. We'll fucking go, hey, hum me the theme to Tetris, and everybody will go, bah, 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 bah. but if you, like, hum me the thing to Super Mario Brothers, I think... You know what? I think we're somewhat Old? biased oh. because of, of <laughs> Chicago house music. Because Tetris, they made that the house track off Tetris. Okay, yeah. Like I was telling Rodney, Super Mario Bros. They've had, but I mean, even the, even like, then, right like then, the Chicago when, Symphony Orchestra has done a rendition of the Super Mario Bros. But they I mean, don't do that. For but Tetris. even then, when I told you, okay, do the thing, you know, come the lyrics to Tetris or not the lyrics, the fucking song, you went ba ba ba. But you totally skipped that. Ba 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 ba. It depends where you're starting in the level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Or you yeah, didn't I mean, do like that. <laughs> 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 no, it's that it's that old joke. Like what? What's Mario's overalls made out of? Denim, denim, denim. Also, one of my top five, I think I'm on seven or six TV shows, The Office. The oh, Office, yeah. The American Office, to me, amazing. Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher, underrated hot chick. Same thing with... Even the new receptionist. Uh, Ellie Kemberg. But, oh, yeah, my God. What's I guess Karen Filippelli's real name? Rashida Jones. Uh, like Lionel Richie's daughter? No. Quincy Jones' daughter. The American version of The Office, so sick. Steve Carell does an amazing job as Michael Scott. Very dry humor. Real under-the-cuff stuff. You gotta listen to some of it. When he does the whole Dwight, you ignorant slut, which is, you know, obviously taken from SNL. I almost pissed myself. It was just very, very well written. But, but you know what? He kind of gave up on The Office after Steve Carell left and I continue to watch the whole... Well, the, even before he left, like the last like maybe two, two, three seasons, after Jim and Pam got married, it started to taper off a little bit. I was still running strong with it, but I mean, my work schedule got in the way and everything and after a while it just became, alright, I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. And even when I watched the last episode, I binge-watched the last three seasons and by the time they got to the last episode, I got teary-eyed because I was just like, wow, you know, this is the end of, how many seasons was it? Eight, nine seasons? You know what I loved about that show more than any other show? It mimics what was going on in the world more so than any show that I feel like I've watched. Any other situation comedy that I've watched. Like, the whole YouTube craze, the whole Twilight thing, they, you know, they had to play on Twilight when they did a Halloween episode. The Dark Knight? The Lip Dub episode. Oh my god, that was the, one of the funniest intros that I've ever seen. The whole, the wedding thing. The Lip Dub. Was it Lip Dub wedding? Or the fucking, what the hell is it? When, when it was like, you know, they did the, the wedding thing where they did the intro and... The, the whole dancing scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was just another thing that went viral. Like, they, they just, just down the aisle and stuff like that. They just so, mimicked yeah. a lot of the viral videos on YouTube, so that oh, kind of right. 
straight. Yeah, I saw yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, just I just felt like there comes a point where there's nothing left that you can do. Where it's gonna get stagnant. Like almost every show had it. Seinfeld had that for a little bit. Friends had it for a little bit. I feel like Janice in Friends was like their go-to. Like we have nothing to throw in here. Put Janice in the episode, and it was just a real quick. All right, I can fill up three pages of. Oh my god! Every fucking time, and they yeah. have to do it. And it's the same jokes with that shit. Like Ross being divorced. It's a running gag over and over. Uh, it doesn't make it any less funny, but yeah. it's just, you know, you still love the boys. And I feel like the off the people that wrote the office didn't want that to happen, so they were they started to fall stagnant after a while. Vanessa told me about a post that uh saw on Facebook you see that we're actually older now than friends. Than the friends cast? Yeah. yeah. I've so there was the episode where the one that all through turned thirty. Turning thirty, yeah. I was like, holy shit. That sucks, man. I really <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really wish they would have cast Fran Drescher, the Janice. They might as well have. It was the exact same yeah, character. same character. Ross's lesbian wife was actually replaced. And I, I was actually happy about the replacement because I'm a big fan of Jane Sabet from Herman's Head. That's another show that, you know, I really love from Fox. Oh, yeah. Fuck Fox. Fuck Fox oh, for... Right. Give it back to Marvel. Fuck Fox for 10. Yeah, whatever. Hashtag... <laughs> fantastic Four. Hashtag F4. F4. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that's it for me. All right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Being like 10, 10 shows. Go fuck yourself. Top, Mar- it's, it's my podcast. Top 50. <laughs> All right, we're going to call that a podcast, but of course... Uh, every fucking week. Every week. Because I, I want to make sure not to miss this this time. Of course, before we sign off, of course, let's do some promotions. All right, this week, I actually have some promotions. I don't think I've had any promotions up until now. Yeah, I don't have any promotions. This is kind of rover version. You have all the promotions? I have a couple of friends of my co-workers just started a paranormal investigator, I guess. I don't want to say a business, but a, not, it's more than a hobby. It's, it's like a passion kind of thing. They're called Spectre Paranormal Investigations. Two of the investigators are Nick Lantini and Scott DeMar. They have a Facebook page. So if you want to follow me, I can send you the link and everything. Or if you start Facebook page. Well, the, the thing is, they, they just started. So their Facebook page is still you know, facebook.com backslash we rule. Total fucking awesomeness.com backslash we rule. But they're planning on going to Peoria, Illinois, to some hospital that's out there. Is that anywhere near Wichita? It isn't. But if you guys are down to go, they're going They're going to be going to the Peoria Asylum in Bartonville. Oh, I'm already invited. I'm supposed to go. So, Spectre Paranormal Investigations, it's, it's a pretty exciting idea. You know, like, you could go on the page and talk to them about it, and uh, you could post up any kind of experiences that you had. I'm going to try and get them on the show really soon. Hopefully, they could rename the link. But really good guys, really interested in this whole thing. They already ordered the equipment. Let's have them on the show. Yeah, y'all, definitely. I'm, I'm trying to get Nick on the show ASAP. He's been listening. He really, really enjoys it. And, yeah, give them a listen. And when, whenever they come around, they'll have better information than I will. They just started it, like I said, so... So I just wanted to give him a big shout out. So yeah, shout out to Spectre Paranormal Investigations. Check him out. I don't have any promotions. Wow, I'm it for once. All right, so I'm going to promote Adam, our new man in charge of booking <laughs> and talent relations for Um That Just Happened. If you would like to be on the show, if you'd like to contribute to the show, if you live in Wichita, Kansas, or Ghana, where we're the number one podcast in Ghana, hashtag UTJH. I'll get you on the show. You can find us on SoundCloud. We won't see any of the comments or see anybody who's following. Like email alerts or something. Well, we, no, we have email alerts for Potomatic.com. Potomatic.com, the website for all your podcasting needs. <laughs> SoundCloud, we're just posting on SoundCloud because a lot of people post on SoundCloud. Hollywood Babylon posts on SoundCloud. One episode.
episode. Actually, it's two hours that are free, so we can only do one episode at a time. You leave us comments or you listen on SoundCloud out of convenience, we'll never know who you are. So for all we know, you could be in Uganda and we'll never know that you're a listener. If you want to leave us comments and you want to make a difference, you want to contribute to the show, you want to be on the show, log on to iTunes for all you Apple Sheeple followers. iTunes, where you can find us and leave you know comments and click five stars, um, really helps the show. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the feedback. We not use all the feedback, but hey, um, we love to hear it. Podomatic.com, our main source where we get our stats, where we file you from wherever you're listening in the world, wherever you're listening in the country. Leave us comments there. Follow us on there. We're going to be building a Facebook page. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. My Twitter address, RAS12979. Uh, leave me some comments. Hashtag UTJH is the best way to get attention. You want to be on the show. Or send a direct message to one of us. Yeah. Edgar, we saw your comment. We'll probably have you on the show soon. I'm going to talk to the booking department, see if we can get you on. Appreciate the guests. We're, we welcome all comers, newcomers, old comers, any kind of comer, not just seamen that we appreciate on the podcast as we established. Mm-hmm. Also airmen, military men, marines, women, especially we've had one woman on the show. Sir Shahi, if you're free, prefer to stop by. Lisa Marie Veyron, you want to sponsor in the Squared Circle, want to sponsor um, that just happened. We'll bring Eric Cassini back. As... Well, I mean, we'll probably bring him back anyway. It's not like a so We'll bring him back company. anyway. We won't yeah. have him back unless you fucking sponsor us. It's not going to happen. No, no, we'll have him back regardless, but if you decide to sponsor us, we'll definitely have him back because he'll want to be there. Yeah. Want to leave Twitter address? I'm at Lantern84, L-A-N-T-E-R-N, 8, the number 8, the number 4. Send me a direct message if you want to be booked for the show. And also, if you have comments for the show, suggestions for the show, contributions you'd like to the main show, we're the People's Podcast. So anything you contribute, we'd be appreciative. We're also the first, world's first organic podcast. We're not made with any chemicals or, well, other than alcohol, we're not made with any chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Unnatural oh, ingredients. Omar, you want to leave your Twitter? I'm at, at BullsBearsFan.com. Or no. I'm at Bulls. <laughs> That's that Quirrell talking. At Bulls Bears fan on Twitter. Dot com. <laughs> on Twitter.com. Dot org. <laughs> All right, well, signing off from the FTC, Flores Theater Comiskey, if you oh will. Oh boy, here comes the slurry. <laughs> I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. Omar Ortiz. And um, that just happened.